<laughs> Hola. Bonjour. Hi. Welcome to the Painter Files podcast. I am your host, Joar Blake. This is episode 48. We're getting close to 50, guys, of the Painter Files podcast. <laughs> How's it going? I hope you guys are well. Everything seems to be going pretty, uh, it's good. It's gloomy outside. It's a little colder, but it's it's nice, you know? Been kind of just making and doing like I do, and it's been really beautiful. You can hear in the background, it's raining a little bit. It's been kind of like the soundtrack of the world right now for the last couple days. I like it. Makes me want to hold up in a blanket and just lay around with the kids and Alec. Just something beautiful, you know? Watch old anime, like my neighbor, Totoro, stuff like that. <laughs> hmm. I hope everybody's doing really well. I'm doing okay. I've been running around, trying to get a lot of stuff done. I did get stood up hard on that commission piece. So I worked on that for like two weeks, and there is nothing. <laughs> I'm just stuck with this piece now, so oh well. It wasn't a big piece. It's just annoying to have someone do that. From now on, I'm going to stick to my guns and make sure to make sure that every commission has to sign a contract with me where they pay me like 25% regardless uh, ahead of time. So that way, at least my efforts aren't wasted. I know I should have done that for the get-go, but, you know, you don't think about it sometimes. Or you try to be nice and you try not to do it. Niceness will always kind of get you, which sucks. The sad thing is I have literally a contract in front of me that I'm looking at that says 50% deposit on commissions every time. No unrefundable. <laughs> And 50 is probably a bit much, but 25, 25 is fair. Um, yeah, so that's that. Oh, well, life goes on. Can't be mad. I'll just sell it. I'll sell it at an art show or a festival or something, because, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> I make, uh, I make well off of it. I have been working on this giant painting quite a bit, actually. With the uh, skeleton, I've been making kind of, I gave it like a bluish color. And then I've painted like a million little flowers on it. I'm going to put some big flowers in there too. I just, I want it to feel like it's growth. Like it's, uh, when people think of death, they always think of kind of like the absence of life. But in actuality, it's more kind of a cycle. So it's important to show like things growing on things. Life coming from the absence of life. So yeah, it's going well. And I've, I've got a lot of it already planned out on what I'm going to do with the kids' faces. And with uh, I still have more I want to do with the uh, garment for the goddess. But I got plans, so it's going to be really beautiful when it's all done. I'm not sure what I want to do for the background, but I definitely want a background. I'm thinking maybe something repetitive and simple, but really kind of, it makes you focus on the on the actual image and grow. And your sirens. It's the, the song of the night. <sighs> I finally made, uh, after talking to a bunch of people, 
All right, we're gonna pause because I gotta turn. I gotta close the window. So sorry about that. Uh, I finally came to the to a conclusion after talking to a bunch of people that um, my giant art book, as cool as it is, and as awesome as it is to have a giant coffee table art book because I think they're phenomenal and they're badass and they're awesome and they're my favorite types of books to have. I made a smaller version after talking to people. I don't feel like I I don't feel like I made like a bad choice about it. It's a smaller it's a smaller version of the art book. It does not have as many paintings as the giant one does. But it's still a really beautiful book and it's more affordable, I guess. So <laughs> I wanna sound happy about it, but like I feel like I kinda caved a little bit. It's still special and it's still beautiful. I just, I want to go about it at first, but ultimately I think I'm pretty happy about it. I got a couple copies, so, because some people bought them already, so that's cool. And I mean, ultimately, as long as the book gets out there and people see it, that's what matters. So on that, I'm super happy and super excited. So that's fine. Onward and upward. (laughs) My friend once told me, who's my mentor, but then became my friend, said, uh, nothing worth doing is without struggle. So I figure maybe that's what this is. This is that struggle, that internal fight of, I want people to see my work, but I have to make a compromise in some way to make sure they can get to see it and own it and have it at home and all that stuff. It's like when I make prints. I don't like making prints, but... It's a part of the, it's a part of it. So that's what you do. <laughs> um, mm, I've been actually making it a really big point to try and post something on my website every single day now. And I'm doing that mostly by taking pictures and writing little things and then scheduling posts to come out so that I'm actually a couple days ahead on average. So I'm not struggling to try and figure out what to do the day before. Uh, I talked to a old artist that I hung out with a long time ago, um, and she said that the biggest mistake that most artists make is that they put more effort into social media than they do their actual website. Like their their social media is constant, and it's always popping up and telling people, oh, I did this today, oh, I did that today, oh, I did this today. But their websites are very, like, uh, I update it once a month and it's not very active. So like if I send someone there and I've done something special, then nothing really happens. And that's kind of crappy. And I was very guilty of this. So now I'm doing a better job of that. I feel like I'm doing pretty well. I mean, this is my sixth day in a row doing it. And I'm seeing a huge influx in traffic with my website and I just need to figure out a way how to make that into something profitable so I can continue to make everything and do all this stuff and all the rest of it. I feel pretty good about it. And I'm loving all the photography stuff I'm doing. Like, I, I love taking pictures, so this makes sense to me. I keep yawning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I always yawn in this podcast. I don't know why. I'm just bad about it. I'm not tired. I think I just run out of air. <laughs> so that's me. I have been studying crazy amounts of Portuguese recently just because I wanted to feel more connected 
to the family and a lot of the art. I've been trying to read some Portuguese art books, and it's just very interesting, like Brazilian Portuguese art books. And I realized that by looking at some of the artwork and looking at some of the regional stuff, that although my mom's family uh, may have originated, well, we we know they came over at some point in time from Rio, I get the impression they may have come from Salvador. Salvador is like the, it's called the Rainbow City. It's very beautiful. I'll put some photos up. Um, they just have like this very gorgeous setting to them. And it's also where a lot of like West Indian people kind of originated from. In Brazil, like a lot of like black and like African and like indigenous peoples and whatnot. Like they, they kind of stayed and landed in Salvador. It's just really beautiful. The music's beautiful. Everything about it's beautiful. So I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm learning new things. I love learning. So I kind of feel like when you learn more about cultures, you, you have a bigger bag to pull out of with with kind of artistic twerks and whatnot. So it's just, it's really fun. I like it. <laughs> it makes me happy. Ah, this is fall now. We're finally in fall. Which means, you know, it's sopa time, which is uh, Portuguese and Spanish for soup. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, it's something about soup. It's just nice, you know, like you've, you got like, beyond all the pumpkin stuff people do, like it's just, it's just really kind of beautiful how you can just have like everything in a bowl. <laughs> it's warm when you're cold and there's something really comforting about soup I know that sounds kind of silly and old fashioned but I just like it I like being able to sit down with a bowl of something it's probably like eat so much ramen um and drink like crazy amounts of water because I drink so much I eat so much ramen but um yeah I don't know it's just it's peaceful Tip your spoon or your chopsticks in some cases. And you make all this cool stuff in crock pots and all that stuff. It's just... Alec makes this really great shrimp and corn chowder. It's just... It's amazing. Her dad makes this cool, like, apple soup. And, you know, I can make... Uh, during the summer, I make ceviche. But I guess during the winter, I'll just make, like, a Portuguese fish stew or something. Which only I like, but oh well. <laughs> it's just how things go, you know. I'm I'm trying to take more vitamins, as suggested, uh, during the fall. So I've got all these things that I'm taking, but I feel like my 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 pee is very expensive right now. So that's nice. <laughs> no, I I feel good though. I feel good. My joints don't hurt. I need lotion. My hands are very dry. Um, but. That's just because I'm too lazy to go in my bag and actually use all the creams and bombs and stuff that I have. I like Badger, and I like, um, what is it called? Oh, this is awful. How did I, how did I forget what I was talking about? Um, yeah, we'll just say Badger. <laughs> I'm gonna go look. I'll be back. So... 
I'm opening up right now. And it's called Doc. It's called uh, Burt's Bees Hand Self, which is the most common and dare I say basic white girl thing that I do. <laughs> because I really like Burt's Bees. And Burt's Bees uh, actually did a demo once. I was working in college at a um, furniture store. Like a handmade furniture store and Burt's Bees was like a demo they had for customers and we were allowed to like sit down and like take it in and they did like this whole thing and they told us all these stories about Burt's Bees and how it came about and everything and it was just interesting. They gave us hot chocolate which was nice. They had this like weird blender that like boiled the hot chocolate but it also mixed the hot chocolate at the same time. It's pretty delicious, actually. Uh, I kind of miss that right now. That would be nice. <laughs> I got some peppermint tea on me right now. So, it's in the barrel. It's just not that one. I don't know. I think... I think this coming year, I want to try and travel more. Like Alec and I are always talking about how we want to travel more. So, see some places, record some stuff. Paint some, paint some new areas. Leave my mark in different spots. I just think it'd be really exciting and beautiful. I don't know where, you know. It might just be parts of this country. It might be somewhere else in the world. We get your passports renewed and everything. Mine is expired, and I don't know that Alec has ever had one. So, work to be done on the plan. But it's coming next year. Definitely going to happen. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of music recently. A lot of Chet Baker. Just beautiful bass, like uh, jazz lines. I think I'll make you like a, a playlist. That's what I'll do to go with this. Maybe even a mixtape painting to go on top of it. Ooh, I'll do a mixtape painting with just these artists and their songs on it. So it'll be like four songs on one album <laughs> yeah that'd be fun I think that'll be cool um Chet Baker Ozuna uh Zemina Saranta Sarana and uh Sue Georgie so we got a trumpet player an old trumpet player you've got American old trumpet player you've got Ozuna who's like a new um he's new like reggae trap reggaeton trap artist <laughs> I like his he's got a good voice Zamina who's a little kind of hmm, she's like a little Spanish pop artist but she's got some really good songs really beautiful songs uh Ile I forgot Ile Got to make sure to put that on the list. And then uh, Ile is another Spanish soul artist. And then we also have uh, Sue Jorge, who is one of my favorite Portuguese singers of all time. So, yeah, make a tape. We'll do the whole thing. It'll be good. <laughs> um, art school suitcase story. This is the thing that I thought I was going to talk about earlier, but I, I zoned out. 
I'm re- looking at my notes, so that's why it sounds like I'm like reading because I am reading. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to go through this super fast because I feel like I'm like rushing through this, and I don't want to rush through this. I really like having these conversations <laughs> with you guys. I love that about the podcast. I love how it's just it's a conversation where I tell you about all the things. And it just feels more beautiful that way. I think of like all the other podcasts I listen to. And they're fun and they're interesting, but this is more me. So, yeah. So, back in 2002, when I was in art school in North Carolina, in Charlotte, um, before I went to Savannah, I was, what was I doing? I was working at a bookstore. Oh, no, 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 I was a lifeguard at that point, and a swim instructor for an indoor pool. And I'm going to this, I'm going to art school at a community college. So from the community college, I'm walking up to like this little coffee shop that's kind of rude to me. So I don't love it, but I like their coffee. And next door was this little art store. And I was buying art supplies and I'm talking to the girl who runs it, Jen. And Jen's like super cool. This is before I grew my hair back out. So I was shaving my head at the time. And I don't know if there are any photos. (laughs) I was kind of shy at that point. I'm talking to her and I'm doing all these paintings and I'm saying all these things and I'm asking her, can I come, can I bring a painting by so she can look at it and tell me what she thinks? She goes, yeah, that's great. And I go, I bring it by and she sees it and she thinks it's nice. And, you know, there are a lot of like much more skilled artists at the time who were coming through, but it was nice that she let me bring it in so she could see it. And it's like all like wire racks and exposed concrete. And it's like a blue painted con- painted brick wall uh, finished on the outside. It almost looks like a dirty movie, a dirty, like, X-rated blockbuster. <laughs> but they just sold art supplies, which was pleasant. Um, so the holidays come around, and Jen asked me, and a bunch of our artists who were there, if we would be interested in doing this charity project. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we get all these blank suitcases from like the 70s, these hardcover plastic ones. And we are asked to paint them as presents for the little orphanage down the street. Because apparently they move kids during the holidays and they don't have luggage, so they move them in trash bags. So we made those, and we painted them. I think on one side I painted like a a gecko, but it made it look like the gecko was like on a glass table looking through the table at the kids. And on the other side I think it was like a lion, like a sphinx lion. (laughs) I didn't put as much work on the second side, sadly. Um, but yeah, it was just really beautiful and it made me really happy. And I kept doing it for a couple of years. I kept going to, I kept going to, um, Goodwill and buying little old suitcases for like five bucks and gessoing them and then giving them to 
churches that were doing charity work for impoverished young people. And ultimately, like, I still wish I could still do that. And I'm, I'm going to eventually do it again. The problem is I don't know a lot of artists anymore who I can depend on actually doing it and not just having the suitcases and then disappearing with them. <laughs> not that I think they'll steal from children, just they, they're kind of self-involved right now, I guess. They're busy. They have, like, adult things going on. Some of them are, you know, they got families. Some are getting divorces. Some are getting married. Some are moving. Some are all these things. Having babies. <laughs> the niñas and the niños. The meninas and the meninos. It's just, uh, we all got older. <laughs> we all fell into responsibility. But I really like to kind of bring that back one day. I'm not sure exactly when I will or how I will, but I'm definitely going to. <laughs> Another news also, Goose and Mo are fine. They are old. <laughs> Goose is doing this new thing where she opens her mouth and starts to cry or yell at you, more yell at you than cry. And then she nothing comes out of her mouth and she goes, that's all you hear. She drinks lots of water. She eats her food. She goes to the bathroom left and right. She just doesn't really talk. She doesn't really talk that much. Now, if you were to crack open a can of tuna, you would think someone had stepped on her tail because all the noise comes out. All the noise. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> and Maul, you know, Maul's sleeping. She does. She's a little old dog, so she does that. Puppies try and play with her. She has no interest. Uh, other dogs try and mate with her. She has no interest in that either. She just kicks them off and walks away. And wants to go inside. Like, that's her thing. She likes to play in the grass by herself. Um, she likes hanging out with a cat. Those are her big things. <laughs> She's a grumpy old woman, and I love her. She's my baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go see my mom in October for like a week end. Uh, we're going to go like the weekend of Halloween. So preferably I will find a Halloween mask or something. Maybe I'll just wear one of my luchador masks or El Diablo mask or something. Like I always do. Um, hang out with my friends from childhood that I still know, which is like two of them. <laughs> and that's about that, honestly. You know, just something simple. I don't like doing anything complicated anymore. I wasn't really great at it when I was a kid. All the complicated, we'll go to this party, then we'll go to this party, and we'll go do this, and we'll go do this. And I was like, I'm not doing any of that. That's dumb. <laughs> I just want to be here. Just have fun, chill out. So, see you then. All right, I just want to say obrigado. Um, thank you very much for listening to this wonderful podcast. We're at episode 48 of the Painter Files podcast. We are so close to 50. I know we'll get there. It's crazy we're almost at 50 episodes. Wow, we've been doing this for a while. Um, I love you all very much. Thank you. Uh, please check out my Patreon. Also check out the, uh, the new book, the little one. If you haven't gotten the big one yet, please purchase the, the little ones. Uh, they're about like 20 bucks. 
25 30 bucks I think for a one with a dust jacket um, like I said yeah it'd be cool <laughs> alright like I said love you guys hope you're having a great weekend I know I'm going to go back to work tomorrow so my weekend is over but by some chance the chores is not I hope you have a great one I love you very much put on a sweater or a hoodie or a raincoat or an umbrella if you uh, deem it so via the weather and realize that uh, we're all uh, we're all doing stuff like I said it ain't uh, it ain't worth doing if it ain't if it ain't got a little bit of struggle to it <laughs> all right uh, boy uh good night ciao see you later painter out